going on everyone? I have two pieces of great news. The first one is that I'm now on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. My podcast is called the Collect Cash Podcast and it's going to feature all of the same videos that I post here on YouTube, just in an audio version. So it's another avenue to listen to my monotone voice. The second exciting news is that I've finally reached 100 shares of QYLD. Now, QYLD is a great income producing asset that pays me every single month for simply owning them. With a covered call ETF like QYLD, I only care about the monthly yield, which is around 12% a year. But for this, I sacrifice potential capital appreciation for the most part. As we can see here, QYLD's share price is about the same as it was five years ago. But during that five-year span, it would have given you around a 60% return in distributions. But now that QILD makes up a good percentage of my portfolio, I want to diversify with another income ETF. And that would be NUSI, ticker symbol NUSI, which I plan on adding 100 shares to before moving on to my next income ETF. Today, I want to cover what NUSI is, the pros, and of course the cons, because there's certainly a lot of factors to consider that might be negative when buying NUSI. NUSI is provided by Nationwide Insurance. I'm sure you know them for their jingle, Nationwide is on your side, commercials, as well as NASCAR sponsorship, and of course they paid Peyton Manning millions of dollars to do some Nationwide commercials. NUSI's main purpose is to provide monthly income by doing covered calls, which is exactly what QILD does. But what sets NUSI apart is that they also do a protective put, which is basically buying a put. By doing this extra step, there is now downside protection by hedging their bets. This is formally known as a protective net credit caller. According to their prospectus, the options are typically about 30 days out, which is a bit different than what I currently do. I usually like to do weekly options, but going out a whole month in advance, that gives you much more in premiums because of the increased time. NUSI follows a set of rules to complete its options trade using the NASDAQ 100 index. So this is great companies like Apple, Google, Amazon, Tesla, which would cost you so much in capital if you try to do this yourself. Now remember the NASDAQ is mostly technology companies, but it also consists of other sectors. Income is sent to us shareholders, and that comes from dividends received from any of the stocks held as well as options premium that NUSI generates. This is an actively managed ETF by an experienced derivative asset management firm, and they try to produce high current income and reduce risk. Now, I know this sounds like a Ponzi scheme, but their strategy actually does check out. So the firm buys companies on the NASDAQ, sells a call whose strike price is above the current trading price, and then they collect the premiums, but they also buy put options at a lower price to hedge the portfolio. This allows for a lower level of risk. The net credit or the difference between the proceeds from the sell of the calls and the cost of the puts is then returned to us shareholders as monthly income. This helps shield us from any funny business the Fed is doing with interest rates. According to ETF.com, distributions on NUSI is taxed as qualified dividends, which get more favorable tax treatment than ordinary income. Although on their own summary prospectus, on page 6, it actually says that their dividends could be a blend of ordinary, qualified, or capital gains, unless in an IRA or another tax-sheltered account. I would go with what NUSI is saying in their summary prospectus. I think you understand now the basic premise of NUSI. Now let's look at their fact sheet to learn even more. 
Also, make sure you've hit that like button and have subscribed to the channel if you're enjoying this content, as that encourages me to make even more content. While QILD has consistently been paying out dividends every month since 2013, Nusi has a short history of just over a year of being established at the end of 2019. While Nusi is no longer in its very first rodeo, this is a relatively new ETF, but they have been paying very consistent 0.65% distributions since its inception, and based on the strategy that's written in the prospectus, I have good reason to believe this will continue. By the way, if you did not understand the strategy that Nusi is doing, I recommend reading the prospectus if you have any questions as it goes into much more detail. It also explains a lot of the potential risk you should know about before you invest your hard-earned money into them. Nusi, QILD, and Jeppy, that's the JP Morgan one that Joseph Carlson has gotten a lot of people into. They all have a very similar genesis to producing a high yield, but all three of them are run by totally different management teams and they're not following the same strategies necessarily. Nusi does have an expense ratio of 0.68% versus QILD's 0.60%. Now both of these expense ratios are pretty high. An S&P 500 tracking index like VU only has a 0.04% ratio. So 0.68% would be $6.80 for every $1,000 invested or $68 for every $10,000 invested annually, which can certainly add up in the long run. But the way that I look at this is, is that this is an actively managed ETF. It's not as simple as just buying the top 500 companies and calling it a day. You actually have to go out and do quite a bit of analysis and risk calculations. Plus trying to do options income on some companies like Google and Amazon, that's just not realistic for the typical investor because that would require hundreds of thousands of dollars. So yeah, I certainly don't mind paying a little for the service because I honestly don't think I would be able to do better mimicking the same strategy. Also, if you're still sweating about Nusi being a Ponzi scheme, I think I can help you sleep just a little bit better at night. And that's on page 57 of their annual report. That's going to show that they did actually get audited by a public accounting firm called Cohen and Company. And this is the critical line right here. It says, in our opinion, the financial statements present fairly in all material respects, the financial position of the funds as of the time of the audit, and that they conform with the accounting principles that are done in the United States of America. So this is basically saying that an independent company came in, they looked at their financials, they verified their transactions and balances to make sure that they were actually true, and they signed off on it. And they're saying here that it was all done in accordance with the accounting principles used here in the United States. Now I checked out Cohen's website and it is a CPA firm. And you know, they got people smiling when they answer phone calls. You got people crowding around a monitor to discuss accounting because you know, that totally happens in real life. I mean, if that doesn't scream credibility, I don't know what will. And okay, one big last piece of information that I wanna share with you, in addition to hitting that like button and subscribing, of course, is that Nusi in the long run will likely trail the S&P 500. The ETF's premise is to provide consistent monthly income with mitigated risk. It's not to outperform the S&P 500. It's not to even mimic the S&P 500. This is for someone who's trying to supplement their monthly income, someone who's looking for less volatility, but still wants to participate in the stock market and get great exposure to companies like this, and someone who doesn't want to be subject to bond volatility and lessen the blow of whatever the Federal Reserve is doing. Someone in their early 20s like me, having most of my money in NUSI or QILD, that wouldn't be very smart because I should be getting exposure to great growth stocks, dividend stocks, 
and some speculative stocks, as it's going to be quite a while for me before I plan on retiring. Nusi has done very well this past year, and I will give them credit for that here in the short run, but this capital appreciation is likely going to be an exception rather than the norm. I would anticipate smaller gains in the future, again we're talking simply share price, but they will still have the normal up and down fluctuations since this is a traded ETF on the stock market. Now if I was someone who was closer to retirement or in retirement, I think this would be a good investment because I'm just looking for some consistent income. If I can get that 0.65% yield every single month, that's going to outpace inflation, I hope. At the end of the day, just like Robert Kiyosaki said, rich people buy assets that produce them more income, and poor people stay broke by buying liabilities. But again, that's just my opinion for educational purposes only, not to be taken as financial advice. And remember everyone, I'm now on Spotify and other podcast apps under the podcast name Collect Cash. If you have any questions or video requests, let me know in the comments below. I'd also love to hear if you're doing the 100 shares of QILD, 100 shares of Nusi, and 100 shares of Jeppy challenge, and I will buy. Stash. Collect cash, you later.